Okay, so now here we are, the fifth Sunday of Lent, and this is our third major story from the Gospel of John. And these stories are major because there's a lot going on. These are not simple. Uh, These are miracles that have a lot of moving parts, and these are miracles that have a lot of explanation, and there's there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on that now we have to kind of look at. So two weeks ago, we had uh, the Samaritan woman at the well in the living water. Last week, we had the blind man, uh, blind by birth, and people had to argue over, you know, why was this, and was God mad, or whatever, and uh, Jesus had to heal the blind man, of which no one was really happy about except the blind man himself. But nonetheless, uh, it shows the power of God. And now, finally, here we are at kind of the crown of all of Jesus' big miracles, if you will. However, I've always been troubled by this miracle. And the reason I've been troubled by this miracle is I've just seen too many horror pictures. And so when you see a lot of horror pictures, and then you really, and, and you, and you really got to look at this reading then. And because now as Christians, we know we've heard the story over and over again. Yes, yes, yes. We know what's going to happen. This and that, this and that. Okay, granted. So, cause, so we've heard it so many times that we, we become thoughtless about it. I want you to try to think about being there the actual time it happened. The actual moment. Because it's a spooky moment. And there's all sorts of stuff, and we just don't have time, uh, of all the buildup, getting to it. But very quickly, Martha said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. So I recognize you have power, and I know you're a holy man. And if you would have been here, you could have done something. But now, it's too late. It's time to move on. And then Jesus says, your brother will rise. Now, uh, what Martha said is, 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 is wonderful to hear. It's quite theological. I know he'll rise, but in the resurrection. I know that. That's down the line. And here's my point to all of this and to all of these stories. Basically, all of these stories are people telling Jesus what you cannot do because we kind of set the agenda, meaning here's the agenda. A person's dead, we put them in the tomb, say some prayers, cry, and move on. That's the agenda. That's what we're supposed to do. And that's the way it is. Now, Jesus comes along, and even Martha says, oh, man, too bad. You just, you just missed it. You just missed it. You could have done a great thing, but it's too late. If you ever want to get, and I've told you this many a time, and I'm telling it to you again, if you want to get on God's bad side, it's real easy. All you have to do is say, it can't be done. It's too late. 
I wish you were here earlier, but that's it. And so in this gospel reading, then we see Jesus basically teaching us and teaching the people and teaching everyone. Listen, you do not set the agenda. It is not what you think. It is not you in control. I'm going to show you his in control. Lazarus, come forth. Not pretty. I would not want to be there at that moment because that just doesn't seem right. And like I said, I've seen enough horror pictures to know that if anyone comes out of a grave, it ain't going to end well. But nonetheless, this is not what happens here. Lazarus comes forth, almost like a mummy in a sense, and Jesus very nonchalantly says, well, untie him and let him go and get back to business. But by the way, I want you to know who's in charge. You think you know reality. You think you've got reality figured out. You don't. You don't. I'm the one. I am the one who is in charge. I am the resurrection and the life. Lazarus, come out of that tomb right now. Why? Because I said so. Plain and simple. None of us can do that. None of us. I try to act that way sometimes. I, I try to manipulate and, and I try to control my situation like we all do, like Martha and Mary and everybody, like the, the, like the people swirling around the man born blind, like all the people swirling around Jesus and, and the Samaritan woman said, this is not right. Jesus says, I will tell you what's right. In our first reading, Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. It's a wonderful image. Obviously, it's an image of resurrection that we're about to celebrate, but it just doesn't have to be about that either. Uh, this, this scripture is more powerful than that. And so that, O my people, I will open your graves, it's a chance for us to start anew. It's a chance for us to open our hearts. It's a chance to, of us to open our minds and to see a new way of being, a new way of living. And it comes through God. And we can rise out of these graves and we can see that the reality that we think we have made and our reality and the way we want things are maybe just not maybe what God wants and that he can make things better. That's the good news. And it even goes further. The gospel, I mean, the uh, first letter of uh, St. Paul to the Romans. If Christ is in you, although the body is dead from sin, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. The good news here is that we can rise from our graves. And the good news here is in today's time, while we are in the grave, this is a time of graves right now. We are in our graves. We have to bunker down, in a sense. We have not been called forth yet. But nonetheless, we do so in our graves, joyful that the Spirit is with us, and therefore a new reality can come about. We can be better. We will be better because of this Spirit that is within us. This Spirit that says... Okay, I know you're scared, I know you're frightened, I know you're trying to control everything. I understand that, the Spirit is saying, just like Jesus was saying it to Martha and Mary. 
But Jesus is saying also, don't let it get in the way. Don't let it get into the way of the miracle that can happen and the miracle that will happen. We can become better. The world will become better because we ourselves are full of that spirit that God has given to us. So, as we await the time of calling, pretty soon we're going to be called from our graves. Let us do so with joy. Let us do so with Lazarus who came forth and said, wow, I got a chance to do it all again and I'm going to do it a lot more better. And may that be our, our blessing during this upcoming resurrection.